this goes. to the Touch Em Up Podcast. I'm your host, Double M, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about NXT War Games 2020 taking place tonight from the WWE Thunderdome with two, yes, two War Games matches. That is between two different teams. First up, the Women's War Games match with Team Shotzi Blackheart. We have the Captain Shotzi Blackheart with Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and the Queen of the Sky, Io Shirai. Going up against Team Candice LeRae with teammates Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Then, in the main event of the evening, with for all the marbles, you have the Undisputed Era, the pairing of Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong going up against the Maca faction. Pat McAfee, Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch, and the Bruiserweight. Pete Dunn. So without any further ado, let's get this started. And step into the ring. All right, guys, we are back with the WWE podcast. The last one we did was with my boy Vinny. Shout out, shout out to Vinny. I tried to get him on this podcast. We couldn't get it done, but he will definitely be on the next wrestling podcast without a doubt. And I am in the works of getting a co-host for these wrestling podcasts. I'll be reaching out to him very shortly to uh, make our schedule you know, as, as time goes on, it will be much more consistent wrestling on the podcast, much, much more consistent predictions, fantasy bookings, um, going back and watching the Attitude Era shows and reviewing them. We're going to start out with the year of 1999, go through all the Raws and the pay-per-views month by month on these new formats and new episodes and new concepts of the Touch em Up podcast. We always have to evolve. We have always have to move forward but let's start let's get right down to it let's get to the nitty-gritty we've got nxt wall games tonight and i'm very very excited for this show it looks to be a phenomenal show from top to bottom both war games matches the women's and the men's are are phenomenally stacked from top to bottom i mean everybody on the team seems to you know they're going to be going for it. They're going to go for it, and they're going to make sure to put in a hell of a show. You've got Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. Phenomenal match. Could be your match of the night. You've got Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes in a strap match. They have a little bit of a feud going. That's going to be a good match also. You've got the new NXT North American champion, the jobber, Leon Ruff. First time a jobber has ever won a championship. Well, not the first time they've ever won a championship, but... The first time a jobber has been like incorporated into such a big, you know, with such big guys like Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest in that triple threat match. And then, like I said, the two war games matches. So uh, obviously the one guy who's not on here is the, probably the most important. And that is uh, the Prince Finn Balor. Balor's out with uh, an injury. First, we thought it was just a, a broken jaw. But then they find they we come to find out that he also had a ruptured eardrum. So there was an injury to his eardrum. Triple H, I believe, came out and said that on one of his NXT TakeOver media calls. So, you know, that sucks. But I'm sure Valor will be back very soon. 
Um, I would say he's probably going to be back by the end of December, early January, and I don't expect him to be in NXT for that much longer. I think he might come up to the main roster possibly either after Mania or at the Royal Rumble. I think he might make uh, a return to the main roster. I'd like to see him stay in NXT for a, a while. I think he can do so much more down there than he's already done. And uh, yeah, I, I I wish he was on this card because I think a match between him and Champa for the NXT Championship, I think a triple threat with uh, Finn Balor, Tim- Timothy Thatcher, and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship would have been amazing. I think that this War Games match is going to determine his next challenger for the NXT Championship. And uh, I have a, an inkling as to who I think it will be. I think a lot of people would agree with me, but... We'll talk about that as we get further into this podcast. Um, let's start it out with the first match up on the card. You've got a barn burner of a match. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be balls to the wall. That is Timothy Thatcher going up against the Blackheart Tommaso Ciampa. Um, this is going to be a phenomenal match. You've seen um, Timothy Thatcher do his segments on NXT where he's like training individuals and just beating the piss out of them, teaching them his style of catch-as-can wrestling. Um, and then he's been dominating on NXT, been having some really good matches since his debut. I mean, just go back to the fight pit with Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. I believe Thatcher and Balor had a good match as well. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they've wrestled each other before. Thatcher has been calling out Ciampa over and over and over again, and I believe Ciampa just never bit on it, never, never gave him the credit that he deserves and never gave him the time of day, but now it's going down. Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. This is honestly probably one of the hardest matches to pick on the card because I could see Thatcher beating Ciampa for his first like huge win since coming to NXT. I think it does a lot more for Thatcher if he was to beat a former NXT champion, um, a former longtime reigning NXT champion in the Tommaso Ciampa. But I also think, you know, Ciampa lost to Karrion Cross. He lost a match to Finn Balor on NXT. I believe they had a singles match. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, but I think that it, it does a lot more for Thatcher to get the win, but I think that in order to establish Tommaso Ciampa as a title contender again in NXT, who can go after that NXT championship, I think that Ciampa has to get the win. I, I think, like I said, this is a match that either guy can win, but I think that Ciampa needs the win more. I think it's more beneficial for him to get the win. I think if Thatcher loses here, he could still come back, maybe beat him on, a, on an NXT TV taping. Maybe he goes and he feuds with somebody else. I, I'd like a feud between Timothy Thatcher and Kushida. I think that's a good feud. I think you could do Timothy Thatcher versus... Um, he can go after the North American Championship. I could definitely see him going in that direction. So for this match, I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa to get the win over Timothy Thatcher. Up next is a strap match. You've got Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes. Um, this is a match I'm not. I'm honestly not too interested in. I like the character of Dexter Loomis. He reminds me a lot of if you saw Stranger Things season three. The uh, like the hitman style character who worked for Hawkins Labs or worked for Russia and, and came down to Hawkins, Indiana from Russia. He reminds me of that guy and his theme song kind of reminds me of, the, of a mix on the Stranger Things theme. And he just has that blank stare. Um, I like his character. I think his in-ring work is pretty damn good. I'm not I'm just not really a huge fan of his, but I do like him. I'm, he's just not at the top of my list. 
Cameron Grimes, uh, formerly known as Trevor Lee, phenomenal in-ring competitor, really good matches in NXT, um, has been in a North American Championship match, has been in number one contenders matches, has had some big victories, but uh, just hasn't really gotten anywhere yet. I think, I think Cameron Grimes is the type of guy that is a slow build in NXT. I think they're going to build him up and build him up and build him up, and he's not going to be... It's not gonna. It's gonna take a while for him to get there, but I could definitely see him winning the North American Championship. I could see him going after the NXT title and not winning it. I don't think he ever gets that championship. He is good, but uh, yeah. I mean, I got, if I gotta go with a win, a winner here, I think that since you've seen on NXT, you know, Cameron Grimes is very intimidated by Dexter Loomis. He's freaked out. You know, he's he's really creepy, and uh, is Dexter Loomis. And I think that Dexter Loomis gets the job done here. I think that this is a match where I don't see a reason why they would let Cameron Grimes go over here. I think Dexter Loomis, is, can they want to build him up. They want to make him a big deal. He's already kind of a big deal in NXT um, just because of how they've packaged him. I think his character work is great. And uh, I think Dexter Loomis gets the win here in the strap match. I could see uh, Cameron Grimes about to get the win, and then Loomis just death stares him, beats the shit out of him, and, and gets the win. So my pick is Dexter Loomis. To defeat Cameron Grimes. Up next is a match that's very interesting. Um, you have the NXT North American Championship triple threat match between the champion and Jobber. And uh, newcomer to NXT really gave some shot value. That is Leon Ruff defending his North American Championship against the two men who are feuding, which is Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano. Now, the question is who is behind the ghost face mask um, who is aligned with Johnny Gargano? I think we've seen on NXT that it was one of the divas, a new, a new diva in, uh, I forgot her name. NXT ghost face. Uh, Indy Hartwell. So she was a fan of both Gargano and the Ray for several weeks. The reveal came after the mass woman saved Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae from a post-match brawl with Tony Storm and helped take Storm out, out. So it was revealed to be Indy Hartwell. But the the cool thing about this mask is you can move it from person to person and have it be somebody else every week. And they could have used Indy Hartwell as like an alibi or as just a smokescreen, and it's not really her. They could use it and have it be somebody else and, and have it build up to a bigger storyline. I kind of think that's what they did. I think they made it Indy Hartwell to give you know, the fans, somebody new to to follow in NXT and to make it seem like it was going to be a very interesting story. But I don't think that's the end goal with that ghost face mask, um, the, the masked um, performer. I think it's going to end up being somebody bigger. I think that was just used to pull the wool over the fans' eyes to, to finally give it, to put it on somebody where it's actually going to matter. And it could be somebody from the Undisputed Era. You never know, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, if I'm going to go with a winner here, I go with, uh, it's really tough because I could see Leon Ruff retaining the title against Damian Priest and Gargano. Um, I think they could give him the win here and maybe he goes on to, and loses it at the next takeover or loses it on one or two episodes, uh, one or two episodes down the line on NXT. I don't think he holds the title for a long time. Um, Obviously, Gargano and Damian Priest have been North American champion before. Who will do better with the championship? I think Damian Priest is a guy you need to build up a little bit more. I think he deserves to be in a better spot than he is currently right now on NXT. I think if you give him the ball and let him run with it, Damian Priest can be one of the top guys in NXT. 
And I don't think there's a lot of people that would sit here and argue with me about that. I think we all know Damian Priest has the potential. He has the look. He has the charisma. He has the in-ring style. Um, he, he's kind of like exactly what Triple H wants. And I think Triple H is Damian Priest's biggest fan in NXT. So it's kind of interesting how he hasn't really done too much. Yes, he's won a championship. So you can't say he hasn't done anything. But I would have expected Damian Priest to amount to a lot more at this current point in time when it comes to NXT programming than what he's done so far. Um, if I'm going to go with a winner, this is probably it's so hard to pick. Um, I'm going to go with, let me think, let me think on this one. Cause you could literally give it to any of these guys and I wouldn't be mad. I think Damian Priest and Gargano focus so much on their feud that maybe the masked person, you know what? You know what? Yeah, I'm going to change my pick. So my original pick was going to be Leon Ruff to do, to um, retain the championship. But I think that the masked, the ghost-faced competitor, the ghost-faced competitor with the scream mask is going to help Johnny Gargano. You know what? No, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go with Leon Ruff to retain. And I think that the masked, the ghost-faced competitor is going to screw Johnny Gargano over. And it's not going to be who he originally thought. But whoever is underneath that mask is going to be Johnny Gargano's next feud in NXT. So I'm going with Leon Ruff to defend the NXT North American Championship and retain the title um, because Johnny Gargano gets screwed over by whoever is underneath that ghost face mask. All right. Up next is uh, the first War Games match. You've got Team Shotzi Blackheart, who has the War Games advantage. That is Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and the Queen of the Sky, Io Shirai, going up against the heel team, Team Candice, which is Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that Tony Storm is being booked as a heel in this match and being booked as a heel in her time in on the main NXT show besides NXT UK. Um, I never would have expected Tony Storm to be a heel. I think she has a uh, baby face written all over her character and her in-ring work. But, you know, I'm not I'm not mad at it. It's fresh. It's something different for Tony Storm. And as long as they give her something to do, um, I think it's going to be good for her in the long run. Obviously, we have the return of Ember Moon to NXT. This is his, her first takeover match, I believe, since she made her return at the last takeover. Um, first big match for Ember Moon. And, uh... Obviously, you've got Shotzi Blackheart, who I think they have a lot of faith in. I think the, the NXT brass and the, the people in charge have a lot of faith in Shotzi Blackheart. She's been the poster girl for all of the commercials for the NXT TakeOver shows and the NXT specials. First, it was Halloween Havoc. Then it was War Games. And it was all booked and promoted around her as a character. And that's why I believe that Team Shotzi, Team Shotzi has to get the victory here. And I eventually see Shotzi Blackheart getting a hold of that NXT Women's Championship. I don't think it's going to be for a long time. I think that Io Shirai holds that championship for a very long time. I think she's the best in-ring performer in the women's division when it comes to the main roster and NXT. I think Io Shirai is one of the best in-ring performers in that women's division. And I don't think they're going to take the title off of her for a very, very long time. I think this might be um, Rhea Ripley's swan song. So I think uh, this team probably gets the win and defeats Team Candice. You can't have a War Games match where two heel teams go go out on top or come out on top. 
So I'm going to go with the baby faces here, which is obviously going to spoil my pick for the men's war games match. But I'm going to go with Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai to defeat Team Candice in the war games match. Um, if I'm going to go one step further and predict the finish, um, I think, huh, I think Ember Moon hits an eclipse off of the top rope from one war game, one ring to the next in the war games match, and uh, she's going to pin Candice LeRae. I think uh, I think Ember Moon pins Candice LeRae to win war games for Team Shotzi. All right, then the main event, the best match on the card. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. You have the Undisputed Era coming back to their their playground, undefeated in war games. Uh, I, I, you know what? No, they lost because they lost to uh, the War Raiders, uh, Pete Dunn and Ricochet. So this is Pete Dunn's second war games match. Um, you know, I think obviously Undisputed Era, it's their match. They always seem to win except for that one I already mentioned. But it is the the pairing of the or the team of the undisputed era, which is the leader Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong, facing Team McAffection, McAffection, Pat Ma- Pat McAfee, Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch, and the Bruiserweight Pete Dunn. Um, this match is going to be absolutely phenomenal. And I said earlier in the episode that I think that whoever comes out on top for their team in War Games goes on to face Finn Balor for the NXT championship next. Okay. I think, I think that if Ciampa beats Thatcher, he can definitely go on to face Balor. I think Tommaso Ciampa versus Finn Balor is a great match. Maybe they're saving Balor's return for when Karrion Cross is ready to come back to action and they're going to do Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. I don't want that right now. I want them to hold off on Balor and Karrion Cross because I want Balor to have a little bit more of a run with this NXT championship. But if it's not Tommaso Ciampa who goes on to face uh, Finn Balor when he returns from his injury, then I think that it's going to be your boy Pete Dunne. I think that when it comes to this match, it's going to be phenomenal. You know that. These guys can always put on a show. And uh, I'm going with Team Pat McAfee to get the win here. I think McAfee, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, and Pete Dunne get the victory. Um, I think the reason they get the win is because one of the members of the Undisputed Era turn on the team. They've been teasing an Undisputed Era breakup. They've been teasing dissension within the Undisputed Era. They did it originally when Adam, when uh, Roderick Strong joined the Undisputed Era. We thought that eventually Roderick Strong was going to screw over Adam Cole, screw over the Undisputed Era, and leave the team. Um, I don't think that that's who they're going with, though. I think that Kyle O'Reilly is going to screw over the Undisputed Era and have Pete Dunne pin Adam Cole in the match. I think that O'Reilly takes out Adam Cole with like a roundhouse kick or a brain buster and the match is going on for a really long time. It's back and forth and they take he takes him out, walks out of the War Games match or just sits in the corner and uh, McAfee, uh, Lorkin, and Birch take care of the other team members and then Pete Dunne hits the bitter end on Adam Cole and pins him one, two, three in the middle of the ring. So I think Kyle O'Reilly turns on the undisputed era and Pete Dunn picks up the victory for team Pat McAfee, the McAfee faction. So team Pat McAfee wins the war games match. And then event down the line, we get a Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly match. And maybe at the next takeover, I think they build up to that feud 
And then I think following that, the next challenger for the NXT championship is Pete Dunne because he won the War Games match for um, his team. But not only that, Finn Balor talked about getting a team together to face the MACA faction, to, to take out Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Burch, and he brought out the Undisputed Era. And he was kind of the catalyst to the whole match itself. So my pick is... Uh, them to obviously Pete Dunn to get the win for his team and then have Pete Dunn versus Finn Balor for the NXT championship for Finn Balor's next title defense. I think Balor squeaks by and gets the win. Um, I'd like to see Finn Balor or I'd like to see Pete Dunn pick up the NXT championship. I don't think he does it quite yet. I wouldn't be mad at it. I think if you give the NXT championship to Pete Dunn, he's already fought for it once against Adam Cole at Survivor Series and uh, didn't get the jo- get the job done. So now would be a time for him to uh, get the win for sure. But uh, I'm not sure if that's what they're going to do. But yeah, I'm going with, obviously, Pat McAfee, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, and Pete Dunne to defeat the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong after Kyle O'Reilly turns on the Undisputed Era and Pete Dunne pins Adam Cole to get the victory. Um, I could also see them having Pat McAfee pin Adam Cole just to bring that feud a little to a little bit further down the line, but I think they want that Mac faction to try to go for the gold and uh, build them up. So I think that Pete Dunn gets the job done for the team and then goes on to face Finn Balor for the championship. So I'm excited. Um, it's definitely going to be a phenomenal match. And uh, yeah, I mean, those are my predictions for war games. I'm really excited. It's actually just starting now. So these are coming out very late, but you know, that's my fault. I, I didn't have time. I had that interview with Rob Font on the last episode, and then I had to get this episode done for the war game show. So thank you guys. Um, we could talk a little bit more about, NXT overall and uh, something like I said I'm looking to do is get a co-host for this podcast and also have my boy Vinny on a lot more he's going to be on some new episodes Um, we're going to be doing the chronicles of what did I call it the chronicles of attitude or something like that I had a name for it Um, inside the war zone or going to war I don't know and we're going to break down month by month for a certain year of the attitude era so it can be 97 98 99 well we'll start with 98 so it can be 98 99 2000 or 2001 we'll eventually cover all those years but we're going to start with 1999 and we're going to go January through December, all the Monday Night Raws and all the pay, and then the pay per view for the end of that month. So we're going to do January '99 will be an episode, and we'll talk about all the stuff that happened on the Raws, the best moments, the worst moments, the best booking decisions, and then how it all played out at the end of the month for the pay per view. I think that's the best option. I think that's a lot. That's going to be a lot of fun to do, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a lot better in helping to get more wrestling on the podcast because that's one thing I want to do. Um, I would like to talk a little bit about um, the WWE action figure lines, whether it's old school Hasbro's, LJNs, um, Galoobs, uh, you know, bone crunching action, ruthless aggression or new Mattel figures that release. I would love I would love to talk about that. So maybe every once in a while we're going to have special edition figure episodes. I'm not sure yet, so don't quote me on that, but that is something I'm looking to do in the future. And uh yeah, like thank you guys for listening. It really really means a lot. I I I love all the support I've been getting. Um we've been growing. We we were we were at a higher point um about a month ago. It slowed down. 
Um, now we're to starting to climb back up. My YouTube channel's doing really well. So if you like um, breakdowns on MMA fights and MMA fighters specifically, check out my YouTube channel. It's Touch 'Em Up Pod! Exclamation! 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 On YouTube. Um, I just posted a breakdown of Sugar Sean O'Malley and Marlon Chito Vera, and I also posted um, a breakdown of Piotr Jan. I've got breakdowns of Jan versus Aldo. I've got a breakdown of Sterling versus Jan, uh, Sterling versus Sanhagen, Sanhagen versus Morais. Um, I've got a lot on there. Now, up next is probably going to be either Hamzat Chemaev or the notorious Conor McGregor. I will definitely have those breakdowns up on my YouTube channel very soon. But like I said, wrestling is going to be making a return to the podcast without a doubt. We're going to be coming back full circle, full-fledged. We're putting the pedal to the metal for WWE professional wrestling and wrestling figure talk on the podcast. Thank you for everybody who's tuned in. Um, you can listen to this podcast anywhere audio podcasts are distributed. Anywhere. That means Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, Stitcher, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, there's a Google. There's so many more. There, it's available on nine platforms all together. Um, I'm actually going to pull up the list of everywhere you can get the Touch 'Em Up podcast. That is uh, nine platforms all together. So it is available on um, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. Any of those platforms, any of those podcast distribution sites have your fix of the of the Touch Em Up podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you'd like to become a monthly subscriber, I never ask you guys to do that. It would help me out you know, tremendously, but as long as you're here, you're listening, and you're tuning in, that is all I want. So uh, if you'd like to, to donate to the podcast, be my guest. I, I would appreciate it very much, but you definitely do not have to. Um, but, I mean, thank you guys so much, honestly, for everybody who tunes into this podcast, and I really, really do appreciate it. Um, this has been your host, Double M, um, with your WWE NXT War Games 2020 pay-per-view predictions. I'm your host, Double M, and I'm out. Have a good night, everybody, all right? Yo, you dealing with the X Factor. I got everything I ever yeah. wanted, and I'll never yeah. get that back. Yeah. Oh, I know you hate that factor, but you ain't got to